gentlemen, welcome to another Disheltic Confusion Thursday Night Hangout. It is good to see you because you do know what this Thursday is. It's uh, second Thursday in a row that we're doing a show. It is also one week from the Turkey Overlord. Ah, yes, the Turkey Day. Yes. And just just so that everyone is fully aware, we will not be doing a Thursday night hangout because we will be what's what's that um tryptophan? There it is. We'll be too high on tryptophan. We'll probably be ODing on tryptophan. And so yeah. We be expected to do your famous overnight turkey roast? Uh I will be so we're gonna be doing dinner on Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh there is a nineteen bird nineteen pound bird waiting for me. 19 birds. 19 birds. 19 pound bird. So that means uh, 19. That's nine and nine and a half hours. So, well, if you're doing a dinner, could you actually just start that like early in the morning? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it. I'm going to start like it. Uh, probably start everything up at seven and then probably have the bird on by eight. And then let it rest for an hour before dinner. So it's a little bit different than having to wake up in the middle of the night every hour to check the bird. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's not like the the days of the twenty six pound bird, which is thirteen hours for a lunch. Yeah, it's a lo- little bit more reasonable. Yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this of course is the Thursday night hangout. This is a live. Oh wait, shoot. Let me just back up real quick, ladies and gentlemen. I, of course, I'm your host Charlie. And I'm joined once again by prolific comer himself, Zelius. Cheers. Ladies and gentlemen, this, of course, is the Thursday Night Hangout. It's a live show where we try our best to cover the topics most important to you during the show. If at any point during the show that you have any topics, questions, comments, or you just want to see your name pop up in the chat box, all you got to do is select your chat box of uh, preference, be it Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube. And if you have a question or comment, we will try to add it to the show. If we do, unfortunately, run out of time, we'll add it to the very next show. Uh, which, of course, will be one week after Thanksgiving. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, let's jump into the show, shall we? All right, so, so, no, so personal, personal updates here. Yes, I am feeling slightly better from my surgery, better than I did last week. Uh, I still have a constant stitch in my side, um, but um, it's working better. Uh, it is killing me that I still have not been able to play basketball, but you know, it's kind of like, got even able to like do any physical acti- like any physical labor without dying. Walking. Uh, I mean, walking is good. And I also, I am also running the youth basketball, uh, practice. So ah, nice. That's last week, last week, that. not so much this week. I, I was the, the lead honcho. All right, Charlie, still in the fear of God. Don't dribble that damn ball off your foot again, kid. No, not not that bad. Anyways, okay, so let's get into some of the stories. Now, the first story is something that's near and dear to Zelius' heart, as well as a lot of uh, super-duper uh, PC Master Race nerds out there, and that is a story that revolves around a specific type of graphics card. This oh. is the NVIDIA RTX 4090, and uh, there's a small problem with it. Zelis, would you like to talk about this uh, 4090s problem? I'm going to assume they're talking about the Neon Evangelion. I, I, how do you actually say that? Um, Neon Genesis Ev- uh, Evangelion? 
Evangelion, thank yeah. you. I was like, I'm not saying that correct. Yeah, so Evangelion, they have like MSI, if I remember right. Um, they're doing like all these like branding with Evangelion. It looks pretty cool. I mean, you're paying a hell of a sticker price to have a basically uh, sticker that you could slap on yourself. But anyways, what Charlie's referring to, which is, it's amazing that it makes it past QA, is that they misspelled a word that, granted, I can't say it correctly, but still, they still somehow managed on this branding, I think specifically on the graphics card, if I remember right, to misspell Evangelion on the people sent out to. I'm of two thoughts. One is, like, it's amazing, truly, that that could make it past, like, QA and testing and everything else. Like, I... It just boggles my mind. On the other hand, like having a graphics card that is basically has a skin wrapper and playing a hell of a premium for it is kind of funny for it. Uh, I mean, more power to these people, more power to you if you're big about it. But like most people, when you build your PC, which, you know, I'm PC Master Race, so cool. Like usually your PC, it's like in a corner or under a desk or something where like you'll see your graphics card basically only when like you're replacing it again or dusting it out. Uh, well, you don't have an a complete uh, plexiglass case that you could see from all angles. I thought of getting one actually, but I did not. Yeah. Uh, there's actually a really cool case where uh, when I was building my PC earlier this year or re-getting a new case that I almost got, it was really cool, this but I did not get that one. Um, like mine has like a plexiglass side so you can see like all the LEDs and shit, but the actual graphics card, yeah. But you know, anyways, it's still a 4090, which is pretty bloody expensive to start with. Uh, Cause that's the top of the line Nvidia is the 4090. Um, but yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, it's a crossover. It's cool. I get it. Like I'm not trying to knock it. It's just kind of interesting that you pay the premium for skin that most people are never going to see again. Um, it's kind of like Charlie's rant about getting a skin on a first-person shooter. But still, the fact it got misspelled. Now, this is just me. If I had this card and it was misspelled, like, I would actually want to keep the misspelled card just because it would have that extra... Because obviously you get this card because of, like, you love Evangelion. Mm -hmm. But having it misspelled gives it, like, to me, a little extra sense of, like, awesomeness in a way. Mm -hmm. Like... Because it doesn't make it look worse. Like, it's not like it's a random yellow and purple splotch that makes it look terrible. It's, like, misspelled. Like, to me, it's actually kind of a cool, like, makes it even stand out even more in a way. So, that's actually the only only one part of the uh, 4090 story. Oh, there's more. Uh, yes. Uh, it turns out that, um, according to one repair shop... This repair shop has been receiving 20 to 25 um, 4090s a week because of melted power connectors. It's, said, it's being said that many users are experiencing a funny smell emanating from their computer, and when they open it up, they see that their graphics card has melted. Okay. I thought... I didn't know that was still an issue. So in the, I know when some of the higher power NVIDIAs came out, that was a actual legit issue um, with the 
your I forget what voltage connector is actually that connects to the graphics card, whichever one it is, um, that it is an issue where due to you know cheap wiring, a sharp bend, TDP uh, of forty four hundred fifty watt, which is ridiculous. That's like my entire PSU right there. <laughs> um, that's just insane. Like honestly, a almost five hundred watt graphics card. It's like. I don't think I'd be able to get my cat out of the. I should find a way to get into the actual case just to sit like on that heat lamp because that would be so much heat coming out of that bad boy. Um, so this apparently has been. This has been an issue for a while, over actually, a year for, now, and it's yeah. still there is still no resolution. And there, this repair shop and many repair shops uh, are still receiving. A very large number every single week. That's just that's crazy. I mean, the amount of wattage. My guess is it's probably a combination between the wiring not have what it comes down to a sufficient gauge mm -hmm. to actually pass the um, amperage through. And I would not be surprised if there's like some weird sharp bends mm -hmm. kind of going at, especially like where the. Um, connector connects to the graphics card uh, it's also how's that solder job done so right. like if they cheap down the solder job and you have like a bad connection between like where the wire connects to the crimp that's an easy place to cheap out on um so when you're just pulling that much wattage there's a lot of places to fail with such power going through because that is well well outside the norm of what a graphics card pulls. So, like I said, uh, the the forty ninety is pulling four fifty. How much do you think, in comparison, the uh, the forty eighty pulls? Two fifty. Three twenty. Three twenty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most graphics got like most average users pull between fifty to two hundred, mm -hmm. just depending on you know peak usage and other stuff. I, somewhere in the 50 to 200 range is not, even going up 200 is pretty normal. Yeah. Um, we started getting about 200. Now you're talking like the crazy the top line because you also get obviously more efficiency. So at some point, like the everyday graphic card throughput of the 4090 will be like a normal graphics card. Right. And it'll just be normal. So you also get better efficiency for, you know, chips and RAM and all that stuff. Um, well, you don't have the insane power draw. Yeah, that's you also like the actual PSU. You'd actually need to boost that bad boy. You need at least like a thousand watt power supply. Yes. Okay, so let us talk about some sad news, uh, especially in the um. Uh, I guess in the Atlanta sporting arena. Mm. And that is that um, Atlanta rain is no more. Uh, they, the, um, the ownership group has decided that they're no longer going to um, have a overwatch pro league team. Um, are any, Overwatch Pro League 
teams still in existence? I thought like pretty much the OWL had pretty much disbanded at this point. Let's see. Like it's, I mean, the Overwatch League's over. Yes. <laughs> Even if the teams have not officially, because like what what they do to get their what was it six million dollar buy-in or something absurd, something they get like that. that back. Um, so that's why they're folding is because then they get what they basically put in back. Um, You're but right. yeah, the Overwatch League is done. The, the Overwatch competitive Overwatch won't end with the league, but the league. Blizzard is working on evolving competitive Overwatch in a new direction. Yes, league... you're right. Okay, yeah, you're right. Competitive Overwatch is not dead, but the Overwatch League, as of its original re- yes, incarnation, after six seasons, is 100% dead. Yeah, it's. I think it was a combination of one. It was just honestly terrible, terrible luck of COVID. Yeah, like hitting at the like really you know onset of Overwatch because the first season was actually pretty damn successful of Overwatch League. Yeah, because uh, they had more, you know, teams wanted to buy, and then COVID hit, and the whole idea of like, you know, building these sports arenas for you to become a person. Um, I think it was a combination of that with um, basically Blizzard's mishandling of Overwatch and Overwatch Two as a game to actually enjoy playing, um, and I just still think Overwatch is a pretty it's not a great game from a spectator perspective, especially if it's not a game you don't actually play. Um, I would still say for me personally, MOBAs are the best slash easiest esports game to follow if you don't actually play that game. Um, I just think it's that over-the-top kind of isometric view. Um makes it relatively straightforward for you know somebody who doesn't really know much about the game to really kind of be able to follow along um like i remember like when we went to the smite world championships like i was never a huge smite player but i was able to follow along pretty freaking easily as far as what was going on like the abilities and stuff yeah and even for as much as i played overwatch good lord it was still difficult to follow along Mm -hmm. it's just very to me disjointing as far as you know do you follow on the person? Do you do that weird over the shoulder view? Do you do the overhead view? And they do all these like weird view. It's just I don't find in general FPS is great esports games to watch as a mm-hmm. spectator. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's conducive to that. Um that's just I just don't think they are. And I don't think they're going to like it's just not a great platform for that third person spectator. Except for like, you know, your niche hardcore fans, really. Right. Um, yeah, so I'm not surprised. I, I like the idea. I know a lot of people kind of shot on the idea of the, you know, local sports team from esports. I thought it was cool. It's just between timing and Overwatch's mishandling, very not surprising. I agree. I just, you know, there. It's just, it's a lot of mishandling. I'm sad you're not wearing your hat in like a remembrance. I know. I, know I, I, I tried hat. to find my hat and I couldn't find it. So I, I'm going to, I'm just wearing my Ultra Confusion hat. But maybe uh, the next show that we have, I'll do it as a vintage hat since there we is. We could no... burn it in a funeral pyre as like no, a remembrance. I'm, I don't do that crap. <laughs> That's so stupid. Pass you on to the next life. Uh, oh, Lord. 
Yeah, but I mean, think about it, though, because like other esports, and it did kind of work in that regard because other esports teams, you didn't have people like, unless you really probably came invested like with like a player like on that esports team, you weren't really invested in a team because of that physical location. Like, remember, like we went to Battle and Brew, and now it's like a huge deal. It was like our local esports team. Yeah. Oh, Nate Lane and Ray. Like, that was a thing. Yep. So I really think it had potential. Um, but with the buy-in and the failure, I just don't see another publisher who's going to take the chance of doing that type of esports league again anytime soon. Yeah, no. No. Uh, yeah. With Especially that, with that you- huge buy-in, that's way too much. We also need another new esports game because, like, most of the esports games, like League of Legends and Dota, they already have a pretty established esports league yeah. that I don't see them remaking into an Overwatch t- League type of deal where it's like the city based type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The one that I always did make me laugh about people like, talking about the overall it's like it's not a real city-based team nobody from that team is from the actual city i'm like have you ever paid attention to any pro sports team ever like hope you don't like football or um hockey because most players aren't from your country you you just you pray that you're able to pronounce most of the team players names yeah so i'm like that was not a that's not a good reason not to like it. That was like one of the worst arguments. All right. So let's talk uh, briefly about uh, Starfield. And um, it's not good news. Carly's favorite game of the year. Oh, yeah. Actually, Uh, question. Yeah. Is it your most played game of the year? Is Starfield my most played game of this year? Of this, of 2023, yes. No. 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 Do you know what it is? Uh yeah, give me one sec. Um <clears throat> Oh my goodness gracious. I've got to It's not Hogwarts Legacy. I don't think you put that many hours into it. No. Um where is it? Okay, there's that one. Uh when's the last time I played this game? <laughs> That's a very generic sentence. I'm pretty I, sure that it was Borderlands 3. Uh, okay. Was uh, that a 2023 game? Damn. No, I mean, I know it didn't come out in 2023. It, but... was, it wasn't, but um, I played it then. Okay. Um, yeah. The concurrent user base, according to Steam, for Starfield is now basically equal with an earlier Bethesda title known as Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. That's not what you want. You wanted to exceed the number of... Yeah. Now, from from what a lot of people people are really screaming and yelling about is that... um, uh, the fact is that it's it is a very PG thirteen light game, mm. and people wanted a little bit more, you know, 
carnage and naughtiness in the game and it was very you know so more like cyberpunk yes I mean, yes. not it doesn't it have to be the cyberpunk's level. No, but but, but like the, the, the in level between, of yeah. graphic violence and um, hopefully not have the issue of when you get awarded clothing, everything unequips except for that piece of clothing, and so you have your dingle dangle flying in the wind as you walk down the street and wonder why you couldn't take Wait. as many bullets as you used to. Is that a feature or a bug? <laughs> it was a feature <laughs> for a long time. How about that? It's now a mod. <laughs> Um, everything I've read about Starfield is basically like the skeleton is there of a great game, yep. but it just doesn't have like, it's just not fun, it's just, <laughs> especially it really, in the long run, especially in the long run. It's very rinse and repeat. And I think that unfortunately for me, or maybe fortunately for me, I'm the kind of person who, who does play a lot of. I could get into kind of like a groove doing rinse and repeat stuff. Sure. And so I could put. Well, you grew up in JRPGs. Yeah. Grind, baby, grind. But um. Yeah, there's just it was there's not enough there. Yeah. But that being said, I am playing two new games. Um, one is a game I was just playing before this show. And that, of course, is Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, good and game, good game. It is a good game. And uh, the other one uh, is Alan Wake 2. Now, as Oof. per standard Charlie gaming protocol, if it is a spooky horror game, I can only play those at night. Ah. So that's why I'm playing um, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. During the day, just in case people are like, but but why wouldn't you just play Alan Wake too? Because it's a spooky, scary game, and I want to have all the lights out so I could scream like a little girl when shit happens. And let me tell you, it's already twisted, demented, and I love it. I say, I mean, you got two pretty uh, solid, beefy games there. Yes, 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 I do. Um, the if 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 anyone out there decides to pick up uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. I highly recommend that you find out uh, the the crafting requirements for all of your pouches and mm. you yep. upgrade the shit out of those as quickly as possible so you're not constantly going, oh no, I'm out of space. I do remember that about the game, that you had to like upgrade that very quickly and figure out how. And oh my God, I I do not need any more fucking twigs for making arrows. I've got like a thousand of them. I I know it's be surprising, but I didn't really use arrows a whole lot. I basically just came in and hit things. Oh, dude. Well, now now I'm trying to balance it. If you get close to me, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. But if you're far away, I'm even using traps. The traps are actually cool. I did like the um, traps in the game. We're good. Yeah. The, my problem is a lot of games, like, they have traps, but they're just kind of meh. Like, mm -hmm. eh, well, that was interesting to try once, but that really wasn't like worth doing again. Like yeah. it's much quicker and easier just to go hit you and kill you instead of using this dumb trap or like the mob will literally just like walk through around it. But Horizon Zero Dawn, those traps are huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the electric stun trap and um, mm. 
the the fire trap. And then hell, I've even used the tripwire a couple times. Though there are, are a couple of of uh, robot monsters that somehow can walk right between the damn tripwire and not set it off. And then I am basically between a rock and a hard place because I was banking on them trying to think that they've captured me. And then I'd run out and stab them. But it sounds about right. Way. <clears throat> I've been playing. Um, I jumped back into. I've I've been replaying online games that I took years off from mm -hmm. and now back into new world. Yes. I noticed that I was, I was made me want to scratch my head. It's just, I got the itch to play it again. I don't know why, but I'm like, yeah, I'm going to jump back in and I'm enjoying it again. Um, it's, I think kind of like you were saying, almost like with Starfield, like, there's definitely writs and repeatings, but it becomes like a cycle of like, okay, go do it. Like, yes, it's big, it's open type of world, but it's also a straightforward type of open world nose to that, which I know kind of sounds like oxymoron, but there's some direction to it at least. Right. Um, and they made some good changes to it. Like, I actually, so the first time I was playing, I actually stopped playing because you bought a house so you, you eventually buy a house and when you get the house you have to, you pay, have to pay a mortgage <laughs> yes you have 100 percent mortgage on it and it was dictated by the company who owned it um that zone because like the company owns zones and it was like 10 to 20 percent of what you purchased it for was your weekly tax which was you basically had to grind weekly then if you want to keep your house at that point, I'm like, F this. This is too much of a grind. Like, that's just not... Like, I get grinding. I mean, I play MMOs. You do grinding. But when it comes, like, a grind of the week, literally just to keep your house intact and not, like, actually get any benefits, mm -hmm. that's when you get to the point, like, people will say, like, a game that respects your time or doesn't respect your time. Like, at that point, it's a game that just doesn't respect your time. And I was like, okay, F this. This is way too grindy. Um, but they've changed a lot of things. Like, for instance, now the... There's still a mortgage, but it's now like one to two percent of your purchase price. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, that's reasonable. Like, I get it. The company owns it, like the zone. So you're paying a mortgage, but like, that's a much more reasonable way where you can get that like very easily without really doing anything. So some of the changes they made like that, where I'm like, okay, this is actually like acceptable now, basically. Uh, basically, make it not as grindy or hardcore because it was it was a super grindy game when it came out mm -hmm. still pretty grindy but not for the sake of just grinding um like another one is like leveling up um um your uh what you make oh my god your crafting skills right we've all played mmos or, or a crafting upgrade your crafting from one to 50 you have to make eight thousand gloves Mm -hmm. And you have a spreadsheet where it's like you have to get 400 twigs and, you know, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, where they've changed the crafting where a way, like, for instance, like you get a huge first bonus every time you make Like, so on a character, the first time you make those cloth gloves, they get like a huge bonus for the first time. So instead of like, it's still a bit grindy, but they've reduced that grind a lot mm -hmm. by adding some things like that. Whereas like, as long as you make one of everything you'll immediately boost your crafting up a whole lot just by kind of spreading the wealth. So they've done some good changes like that where 
you still have to do the stuff, but it's not as mind-numbingly boring as it was before. Oh, but I need mind-numbingly boring. Oh, you can still mind your numb. You can still pick axe away to get your 8,000 stone and your 600 wood. Don't you worry, sir. Thankfully, I, I don't think I've played a game that re has required such crazy astronomical numbers of items that would never, ever truly work in real life. It's like, <laughs> let's make a, uh, a steel drawbridge. Uh, you're going to need uh, 15,000 15, flax seeds, um, 500 river trout, and uh, the Wicked Witch's evil brew recipe, plus um, let's go with uh, 400 feet of rope. Boom. It's going to be a great bridge made out of trout. But it's gonna be steel. Actually, what? it's gonna be it's gonna be vibranium. Vibranium. <laughs> yes, I totally get that. It's like, let's make a pair of shoes. Five fifty. Or sorry, fifty boar pelts. Uh, seventeen stacks of oak sticks, and uh, ten raccoon pelts. And that's going to make your uh, boots of mundaneness. That makes sense to me. One pair. One pair. But actually, it's only one shoe. You need <laughs> different ingredients for your left shoe. Yes, of course. Obviously. You need the platypus for the other one. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to pause real quick to do... Uh, to thank those individuals who help Alter Confusion be the Alter Confusion that you love and adore. Uh, and that is the friends of the show. So without further ado, let's start off with the Indie Cluster. The Indie Cluster is an organization of independent game developers that want to gain exposure by being involved in the community. They collectively journey to popular conferences as a traveling booth to help gain attention for their games. They make partnerships with local communities to bring games to the mainstream mindset. They highlight local, unusual, and rare concepts to challenge the paradigm of the common. They also host events to teach kids and minority groups about game development to hopefully one day enter the industry themselves. For more information, go to IndieCluster.com. The next shout-out we got to give is to the, the techno wizard himself, Noodle Boy. Founded in 2015 by Andrew Tran, Noodle Boy Media, previously White Kid 47 Media, is your choice for professional photo shoots and panel recordings at conventions. They pride themselves in providing a high level of professionalism, top-notch experiences, and quality services. If you want more information or to view their full list of services, check out facebook.com slash noodleboymedia. Now, an individual who I am dying to get back to the house, but because I'm still recovering from surgery... Uh, I cannot do adjustments right now, but ladies and gentlemen, if you are in the greater Atlanta area, you got to know about Hero Chiropractic. Hero Chiropractic is a unique healthcare practice set up by Ryan Moore, the company's focus to elevate a patient's experience of freedom, creative expression, and joy. They believe that everyone can be a hero and has incredible heroic potential inside themselves waiting to be unleashed. Hero Chiropractic focuses on mobile chiropractic care in the greater Atlanta area. They are committed to healing clients by creating a plan of action uniquely suited for each person. They make that plan of action as convenient and affordable as possible. 
and most importantly, suited to your individual needs. For more information, go to HeroChiropractic.com. Now let's talk about the music maestro. That's, of course, Crosspad Creative. Need a new logo or want to work on full branding and content strategy? Or maybe you need music or audio for your content, just like Alter Confusion. Crosspad Creative offers a whole host of solutions for individuals and small businesses. Just email Josh at crosspadcreative at gmail.com and see what he can do for you. The final shout out we got to give is to the original patron, and that, of course, is Agile Axiom. By day, Axe leads both a development team and system administration team working with satellites at NASA's Goddard campus. But while not in meetings and many times during, he is the Agile Evangelist Agile Axe, championing the philosophy of Agile and trying to make the world a better place for software developers, testers, system admins, and software projects the world over. Decades of experience in software development and leading Agile teams are brought to bear against evil processes, inefficient work, and bad habits. For more information, go to agileaxiom.com. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I know that you are now, whoops, helps if I had actually put up the freaking logo. Wow, Charlie. That's Agile Axiom's logo. Shazam. Okay. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I know that you are dying to know how do you become a friend of the show. Well, I will tell you. Ladies and gentlemen, Alter Confusion ha- survives on the love and support of fans like you. And so we have a Patreon page. Patreon lets you, the fans, lovers, haters, demigods, intermitual beings, gods, demons, aliens, zombies, werewolves, swamp creatures, supporters, and more become active participants in the work we love through a monthly membership. This gives you... Access to exclusive content, community, and insight into our creative process. In exchange, we gain a bit more freedom to do our best work and the stability we need to build an even stronger creative career. We currently have two tiers. We have the $1 tier. That's $1 a month or $12 a year. And what you get at that tier is early access to all of our playthroughs as well as the ability to participate in patron-only posts. Now, if you're feeling a little frisky, you can always bump that up to $5 a month. That's $5 a month or $60 a year. Not only do you get everything at the $1 mark, but you also gain your name or organization added to the Friends of the Show section of every single Thursday night hangout. So if you want to become a patron of All It Took Confusion, go to Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Altered Confusion. Now, I know that we are pretty, we're, we're starting to really uh, distance ourselves from the official extra life day, but ladies and gentlemen, at some point we're going to do a 24 hour game Um, but I do want to give a shout out for the fact that Alter Confusion is proud to say that we have been fundraising for extra life for 12 straight years. Extra life is gamers doing what they do best game to help sick and injured children at their chosen children's miracle network hospital. The money that we raise through extra life will go directly to children's health care of Atlanta as unrestricted funds. This means that the hospital decides where and how to spend the money to ensure the dollars we raise make the biggest impact in the lives of the kids they treat. So if you have the capacity to donate, please go to extra-life.org and search for Altered Confusion. Alrighty. Let's get back to the stories. Okay, so there was a story that I ran across that made me scratch my head, and I'm pretty sure that what this individual is trying to do will not work, but hey, gotta give him props. And that is that there is an individual out there 
who is a huge fan of Bethesda's first-person shooter uh, called Brink. And uh, it did not do very well. However, there are a total of uh, 12 diehard fans that always play this game. And one of them is an individual who has made it his life's mission to buy uh, copies, additional copies of this game to try to keep it up on the Steam, I guess, boards. Uh, he currently owns 31 copies of Brent. Oh. Um, and he's basically trying to, and he says that he plans on continuing to buy additional copies until the Starfield developer does a sequel. Now, that's not how it works. But props, man, for your diehard fandom of Brink, which I've never played, so I can't tell you jack shit about it. That is some very much dedication to a game. Uh, I thought people multiboxing World of Warcraft back in the day was bad. Yeah. But that at least was like, because you level up each character and they get all the perks and stuff. That's just, sometimes maybe it's time to find a new game. Wait, Brink is free to play. Yeah, I just saw that. That's what I'm confused about. So is he just registering like 30 accounts and he loads up like 30 VMs and he's basically multi-boxing like a free-to-play game? That'd be kind of funny, actually. That would be interesting. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess that's one way of doing it. It was originally released in 2011. It's you decide the combat role you want to assume in the world of Brink as you fight to save yourself and mankind's last refuge. Okay. Yeah. Never play it. It's never even like been. I don't even have it on my list. I got way too much shit on my list. Dude, I have. My list has gotten a little out of control. I did buy two games this week. I almost bought a game and then I started playing Horizon Zero Dawn. And so I was able to rail myself. Well, they were on sale, so I had no choice. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. I'm. I got the notification today that one of the games in my wish list did go on sale and yeah and of course i can't look at my wish list right now because my steam account is currently offline i've i put it in offline so that the other computer could play steam games oh nice because i'm sharing my library on uh my two computers ah that makes sense maybe you just need to get one for the kids yeah, I'm not rebuying all those games. No, thank you. No, thank you at all. All right. So, speaking of multiplayer games, let's talk about this crazy game uh, that's going by the name of Project Loki. Uh, there's a company out there that is made up of X Riot Games, Bungie, and Blizzard developers. Uh, and this game, Project Loki, is a MOBA with a shooter soul. It is a hybrid PC game that blends League of Legends, Apex Legends, and Smash Brothers. Sure. Okay. Um, I mean, go you? Uh, I mean, it's trying something new and different, at least, instead of doing the same old MOBA or FPS. So, sure. 
the the one of the developers uh, one of the developers of of this game is it's a squad based hero battleground um it looks a lot like league of legend but you will also see the influence of battle royale games as heroes glide around the map like they just dropped onto Fortnite's island and white knuckle game uh, sorry white knuckle player deaths that look ripped from smash brothers uh, unlike slow moving strategy uh, unlike the slow moving strategy of mobas project loki moves quick uh, as four player teams battle each other on a huge map set in the sky okay they have quite the uh, online information bio about everyone on the team. It's very in-depth. Yes. I now know who their team is. I am much more impressed now. It is It is an impressive roster. And I just... if you and, and I, of course, will be signing up for this, although I'll suck balls. But if you are interested in, in signing up for it, uh, go to TheoryCraft. That's T-H-E-O-R-Y-C-R-A-F-T. Uh but hey, it's new, so you'll suck with everyone else at the same time. It's theorycraftgames.com. Does anyone actually type in URLs anymore? I just Google everything and just hit the first tape. Ah, I assume it's good. Ah, I'm Jesus. one of those people. Oh, I know. Lord. I turn to the dark side. I just can't type accurately. I type in like theorycraft with two ebbs and end up at like a wearer site by accident. And then I take it over my computer and it would start making random noises. So it's really to protect the integrity of the show. There you go. Sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you can type a lot of words incorrectly and it's still Google's correctly. Obviously. Yes. Because the beautiful AI has, will be like, well, what they really meant was this. I love my AI. Um, okay. I think we've already had this question before, but I'm gonna—I've been asked it again, so we're gonna bring it up again. Fair enough, sir. Uh, the a question was asked of us, and that is: Is there still a place for physical copies or editions of games in today? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'd probably say the most relevant would be the disc version of the PS5. Um. Because people wanted to, yeah, that's about it. Because um, even like the old reason to buy the physical games, at least in my opinion, well, one, you had to because they weren't all available online, yep. but then you also got to use the used game market. And that's not nearly as relevant as it used to be. Um, you still have the cartridges on the um, Switch, but even then, most of those cartridges, it feels like you're downloading the entire game over again because of patches and stuff. Um, I mean, my answer pretty much straight up with the world that we live in of online-ness and digital consumption is no. Uh, ironically, outside of video games, I actually see where it's actually most relevant because if you want true high-fidelity movies in terms of like Blu-ray, um, of both visual quality and audio quality, the only way you can get that is actually playing like a true 4K Blu-ray. Mm -hmm. um, because everything from Amazon, Disney, et cetera, 
Uh, it says it's 4K, but it's still heavily compressed to hell and back. Right. Um, so if you have the TV to actually leverage it and an audio system to leverage it, um, that'd be actually, to me, the best reason to still use physical media is for that is for basically cinema use because your gameplay experience doesn't change really i mean assuming your internet works and all that stuff i'm going with that assumption for you know online access but other than that like it's not like you get a better version of the game if it's disc versus discless versus you absolutely do get a better version of a movie if it's in the disc format mm -hmm. Okay, so the reason why this apparently was asked is that uh, there was a big announcement uh, just recently uh, about the fact that there will be a um, a deluxe edition, a uh, physical deluxe edition of Baldur's Gate 3 uh, that will be released for PC, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series X. In the first hmm. quarter of 2024, it will cost $80. And what is included is Baldur Gate 3 game discs and, of course, the box, ritual soundtrack on three CDs, a cloth world map, two fabric patches, 32 stickers, and a Baldur's Gate 3 poster. Okay, that is actually pretty cool. So, yes. like, I mean... My question would be like, does the physical disc basically come with like a code that you can then redeem on Steam? Uh, because like I don't even have a CD or disc drive in my yes. computer anymore. Yeah. So that'd be my problem. Like, uh, well, I mean, I know this might be for a console, but still like for the computer. And I do you have a disc drive in your PC anymore no. or your new desktop? No, I do not. So yeah, here it, most here, here it is. The on PC, a DVD hosts a custom installer and arrives with a Steam key. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, that's so yes. In that case, honestly, yes, that's pretty cool because the way I look at it is, you're paying. Is Roller Skate still fifty or sixty bucks? I'm assuming on Steam. Um, I don't think it's a seventy dollar game. Um, and then all the extra swag. Yeah, that's not a bad value proposition. Um, I think you and I both do miss the old days of like, I think of like the Neverwinter Nights mm -hmm. when you'd buy it and then you got the swag with like, it just came with the map and you had, you know, the um, instruction manual that then had like all the spells and the feats in the back in the actual instruction manual. Mm -hmm. So I remember always like opening the manuals for especially RPGs and kind of theory crafting before I even installed the game. Right. Based on the booklets that came with it. Mm -hmm. It was like awesome. Um, so I think that is the part of physical games I 100% miss is the swag type of things that came with it without honestly having to buy the collector's edition, right? Because like a lot of those RPGs, that was just part of the normal package. It wasn't like extra. Yeah. Um, until some marketing executive got the brilliant idea to like, hey, let's, you know, nickel and dime person for everything they have. Um, but the Baldur's Gate one, especially if you don't own the game yet, actually sounds kind of cool. Yeah, I agree. For an extra 10 bucks, really. Yeah, I, I that's, 
not so much better. I mean, most of the collector's edition ones are shit. Like, yeah. 100% not worth it. It's like, you get a sticker and um, a backpack that you'll use for the first week in the game for only $30. No, no, a cheap keychain that if you accidentally pull on it at all, it falls apart. Yeah, so and it was printed like in one of the intern's basement's 3D printers. Yeah. So, yes, no, this, yeah, so I think in that context, Yes, I was I was thinking of just like you know ordering the single, you know, disc version of the game. And yeah. I'm kind of like, what's the point of that? Yeah. Um, but for that, yeah, no, I totally get it. I agree. I mean, I you know, I I think that thankfully, you know, us old people, um, we do still enjoy a well crafted collector's edition or deluxe edition. Yep. Uh, and it is nice to have that option. And of course, Boulder's Gate has been selling like effing hotcakes. So it's not like they're hurting for money and they know that they can make even more money. So, yeah. Well, seeing as I don't actually own the game, um, I I'm actually sufficiently um, intrigued, to be honest. Yes. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at. Oh, well, it's sold out. Never mind. Oh, <laughs> damn it. That, yeah, is, I, I, that is the one downside to phys, physical copies of games is that physical physical copies means that there is a finite number, unfortunately. And then people are going to sell the shit on eBay for like... A oh, God, yes. I'm sure there's people out there who bought 10 copies just so they could That's turn right. around and sell it for... Like 120 each. The Mind Flayer versus the Drowd Battle Diorama. I want that. Oh boy. Zelius is going down that rabbit hole. Well, I mean, there's not much I can do because it's just not going to happen. I know. Um, oh, excuse me. Uh, I do not, unfortunately, I do not have any more stories. Uh, Zillius, do you have any topics? Uh, I should have a new PC built for the new show in two weeks. Nice. I've gone down the evil dark rabbit hole uh -oh. um, of upgrading my PC. Got new motherboard, got new RAM, got new P mm -hmm. um, CPU. Um, I'm reusing my case and my drives. So those are staying the same mm -hmm. as what I had before. Um, but all the other guts. Oh, I'm keeping the same GPU. That's not changing. Um, that one's still pretty good. Well, you but don't yes. want to get, you don't want to upgrade to the 4090 and have your whole thing cook? Uh, well, it'll reduce my gas bill at least. It'll warm my condo in the meantime. Yes, but it will also give you one heck of a unique scent. I work in the other room anyways. I don't even smell it during the day. Uh-huh. Sure. Until I come in and like my case is melted. I'm like, well, yeah. that's unfortunate. Did your your um, case has something leaking out the side. Yeah. No, it was when did I actually now I'm curious, when did I actually get mine? No idea. Because my CPU that I have was released. Are you going to actually tell me? 
I'm not doing a very good job of Googling here. Ooh. Apparently, if for those out there playing Diablo 4, uh, Blizzard, for it looks like the week of Thanksgiving, is offering all players across all realms an increase in gold and XP earn rates. Oh. So, if if you need that extra help, this next week is your chance. That's exciting. Yeah. I think. I think. I don't know. Yeah. Too bad I've already moved on. No, I mean, there, there's so many, but there's so many games to play. And even though I know I'm replaying a game I played, it's like I have so many games I've also ordered that, like, I just, so this week I purchased, uh, because they're on sale, Dishonored 1 and Dishonored 2. Yep. So it's like, I have so many games in the queue to play. Never so, played the second one. I only played the first one. And I played it uh, during one of the extra lives. Oh, nice. Well, each one was like three or four bucks. So I'm like, I mean, I know that's the strategy cool. it still uses. But I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah, my CPU I got six years ago. So it was time I decided. Mm-hmm. It was, it's by Christmas giving to myself. Bravo, bravo. Which also means I'll have my Christmas tree up for the next show. Oh, God. I love fucking, I love Christmas, man. I love lights and Christmas trees. They're just so much fun. The fat man needs to stay out of November and let the turkey be alone. Actually, no, that during the next show, it will be after Thanksgiving. So Yeah, I say you realize. I'm okay with that. Yeah, Thanksgiving is still in November. Yes. Yeah, no, usually it's the Friday of Thanksgiving week is when I put up my lights. Right on, right on. That's what I go for. Um, I did it early once during COVID because COVID was just F you about everything. COVID was, who the hell knows what the actual date is? It definitely felt that way. Who knows what anything was during COVID? Yeah. So I'm assuming you'll be continuing to play Horizon Zero Dawn and Alan Wake 2 this week? I will be playing those two games and maybe also Super Mario uh, Wonder. As Ooh. I as I continue through. I, there's, I think there's six worlds before you get to face off against Bowser. And I think I've taken out four of them already. So I'm pretty well into the game. Now, is it like the old Mario games where you could find like the cheat pipe and basically go to the Emerald without actually doing anything? No. However, um, uh, let's see. Actually, let me, let me think about this. No, because you have to... Um, you have to get these like seeds uh, that take away these like cloud piranha things that are protecting Bowser. Piranhas? It's the, you know, it's like the piranha plant, but it's like a cloud piranha snake that's mm. coiled around there, around the, uh, whatchamacallit, um, around Bowser's castle. And get to destroy them? Uh, the only way to get rid of them is by getting these like 
seeds that you could only gain by beating the that area. Why doesn't he just get more piranha plants when you defeat them? Because they're super powerful. God damn it, I don't know. Serious? It's stupid bad guys. Like there's a very oh. effective strategy from a villain's perspective, is what I'm hearing, is just get more. Geology will or or you protect all of the seeds with those vines so you can't destroy the vines in the first place. Uh, uh. See, this is why I should become a supervillain. Speaking of supervillains, if you haven't watched, um, if you have Disney Plus, then you really do need to watch Loki. Uh, what if I don't have Disney Plus? Then it'd be hard to watch Loki. Yeah, I there's so many TV shows like I already have in my queue that I've been watching that it's like I don't need another service. Yeah. Someday. I've been saying that for like three years now, but someday I'll get Disney Plus and I'll just binge the shit out of basically everything. Yeah, because there's I know there's a lot of good shows on there. Then you need to watch like it's Loki Mandalorian and all the stuff. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Forgot about the Mandalorian and the book of Boba Fett and yep. now Obi-Wan and oh, Jesus. There's a lot of stuff that I haven't even kept up with. There's a lot of content. Indeed there is. So someday, someday, but who knows when that day will be. One day in the future. But well, my balance. Oh. I was just going to say that um, for those old school mystery solving fans, um, there is a Netflix show called Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. And man, that is really good, but also twisted as heck. Mm. Um, they they took some pages out of David Lynch's playbook oh. and have um, a couple of... Uh, uh, Twin Peak esque scenes that are really making me go, what? Interesting. But yeah, I did finally watch a uh, last week David Lynch's version of Dune. That would have been interesting. I actually really liked it because I just finished the audiobook, which only took me like six months. Um, I can get why people. I could get why it wasn't a success, but I also appreciated its um, details to the books mm -hmm. because, like, there were literally, like, because having just finished it, there were parts of the movie where, like, it's verbatim out of the book. I'm like, oh, I recognize. Like, so I thought it was really cool how he actually took, like, parts of the book and, like, he was very faithful to the books. Yeah. I think that honestly probably threw a lot of people off. Uh, this it, the CGI of the time did not help. Yeah, CGI has come a long way. There, yeah, like when there was all the shield shit, and I was like, "Whoa, that's interesting." Um, that definitely kind of threw me out a little bit. But like, as far as the actual story goes, I thought it was actually really good. Um, David Bowie was my favorite actor in the movie. Ah, <laughs> uh, David Bowie. He was great in it. 
He was a unique individual. And the character he played was a very unique and prima donna character. So it worked very well. Yes. Yes. So, but yeah. Um, if you so if you have Disney Plus, watch Loki. If you have Netflix, watch um Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated. And that's my two cents. <laughs> More beer, third cent. Uh let me think about it. let me think, let me think, let me think, let me think. Uh there is a Hulu uh an subbed anime called oh balls, what is it called? Oh, I'm gonna get it wrong. Hold on. I gotta look it up. Make sure it's I not called it. balls. No, it's not called balls. I mean you said it, not me. It's just my default curse word. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it. When that. you have two children in the house that are very um have a very People. good chance of, of picking up words and phrases that you, you would use, you get cre you you simplify what you say. Which in my case, I just go all oh, balls instead of all those other wonderful words I could be using. That's fair. Of course, now I'm like, okay, well, hold on. I'm going to have to. Uh, now you can't find it. It's called Sin Duality Noir. Uh, that sounds deep. There is the the first season um, is 12 episodes. Uh, it's pretty good. Hmm. So there, there's my third cent. Okay, there you go. So many cents. Yes. Now I feel fulfilled, having given you not one, not two, but three cents. I hope you left some for your family. We'll find out. And that is the title of our show, by the way. And that's my three cents. There you go. Penny for your, th penny for your thoughts. Uh, penny for your thoughts. Huzzah. All right. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, as we stated, um, next Thursday is Turkey Day. So we will be high on uh, chemical reactions, tryptophan. Yep. Uh, so or sleeping from it. That's more likely the case. Um, so we will not have a show next Thursday, but we'll have one the following Thursday. Uh, but until then, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Confusion Thursday Hangout for myself, Charlie, and Zillia. It's been a pleasure to get ready to come our heads, our mouths, and of course, our hearts. We'll be back in two weeks for another Thursday night hangout. Remember, kids, keep on gaming in the free world. Amen to that, brother. <laughs>